0: Welcome to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your guest host, Josh Vindreden. Currently, our host is on hiatus, so I'm guest hosting today. But we do have a special guest for us uh, this afternoon, and her name is Sammy Dion. Hey! Some of you may know her as the host of the You Heard It Here First podcast. Others of you may know her as the Student Ministries Coordinator But she is here to tell us a little bit more about herself and some of the interesting things that we may not know about her. Welcome, Sammy.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here in the opposite chair. Are you really? Normal. Yes.
0: Just a few seconds ago, you said you were not (laughs) happy about sitting in that chair. I'm a
1: little, it's not my chair. But that's okay. We could
0: switch chairs.
1: No, it's okay. I like my mic over here, though.
0: Sammy, if we had never met you before and are listening to the You Heard It Here First podcast (laughs) to learn a little bit more about this church, what would you want people to know about you? Tell us about yourself.
1: Um, I love all things cute and fun. I would like people to know that about me. But um, I've been working here at First Colorville for a little over four years now. I really like my job. Um, but outside of my job, I'm the youngest of three people in my family, not people, children. That's what they're called. Three children. Um, I have an older sister who's married and has a daughter. So I have a niece that is eight and I like her a lot. She's very fun. And I also have an older brother. They're fun. I like them a lot.
0: Are your parents cute and
1: fun? Sometimes. Yes. I would say so. I like them. Especially in the summertime, because they're living their best life in the summertime.
0: But as I understand it, they're living their best life not with you in the That's same right. house. That's true.
1: Yes. They move out in the summertime to Holland. Um, they like it better without me there, I guess. This so you
0: you said you've been working at First Scholarville for four years.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you do
0: here besides host the You Heard It Here First podcast?
1: Yes. Like you mentioned, my title is student ministries coordinator, which is also basically youth director. Um, so I get to hang out with the sixth graders through young adults. I plan lessons and plan games. I get to go to a lot of sporting events. I What else do I do? It does seem
0: like every week you make a run to a certain restaurant to deliver food.
1: I do. Not every week.
0: Is that an essential part of your job?
1: I would say so, yes. I go to Chick-fil-A a lot. Mainly for their fries. Last Friday I got fries.
0: Do you have a favorite
1: dipping sauce? Currently, I like their zesty buffalo, is my current favorite, and to mix it with the ranch. So it's like a buffalo ranch. do
0: you normally like foods and sauces that are zesty it's kind of a fun word to say i've
1: been into them lately i don't know why but i've been into like spicy stuff lately
0: have you learned the go-to order for some of the students that you've had all four years
1: i'm relearning them right now last year i had like the seniors down i knew what they all wanted a lot of the girls wanted a kids meal. (laughs) <laughs> Which is fine. You get basically the same thing, just a little bit less. And the ice cream comes with the kid's meal. So I also like the kid's meal.
0: What, uh, besides delivering Chick-fil-A, is the favorite part of your job?
1: Um, I like a lot of it. I really do like my job. When I was looking at these questions, it was hard for me to find stuff that I didn't like. And to also narrow it down to one thing that I like. But I really like going on the winter retreats. To like Grace Adventures and Spring Hill. Seeing how many people we can get to go down the tubing hill at one time is a blast. Um, The mission trip is also very fun with the high school students. Um, I like going to their sporting events like football games on Fridays. I've been to a lot of soccer games already this year. And I like soccer more than I thought I did. I learned that this year. Really? Yes.
0: Had you played soccer before?
1: Growing up? Yes, but I was not very good. I loved it, but I
0: did not excel. No. I understand, though, that you do like to play a different sport. And, in fact, uh, are a coach in that sport. Tell us about that.
1: Um, I coach a JV tennis team. I really like that. In high school, I only played because I needed more players. And my best friend played. So I played with her. And that was very fun. And then a couple years ago, they didn't have a coach at this school. A lot of the girls that go to our youth group play tennis and they said, Sammy, you play tennis. You should see if they you can help. So I did. I like it a lot. It's fun teaching them a new skill or if they already know how to do it, helping them get a little bit better.
0: How is uh, coaching tennis like and not like your current job?
1: Well, it's a little bit. I feel like my current job, there's lots of different things I have to do. But with coaching tennis, it's just one thing. So I'm focused in on one skill in one sport, where in youth group, I'm working with 11-year-olds to 21-year-olds. There's a wide range of things to do with those kinds of people. So I would say that's the main difference. But otherwise, like, I get to know the girls on my team pretty well, kind of hear about what's happening in their life, which is similar to this job. Um, a couple of girls that are in youth group were on my team, so that was fun.
0: So you've been at this job for four years. Mm -hmm. This past year, you moved from part-time to full-time. How did your job change?
1: I'm still kind of figuring that out, I guess. Um, I guess I have more time to do what I was already doing, so I can spend more time focusing on lessons and bringing lunches to kids, going to sporting events, stuff like that. But I also have more of a role in the social media part part side. So, What am I Either trying to say? Part
0: or side. Just pick one word. In the social media side. Side. Or the social media part of things.
1: Yes. So I've been doing that along with this podcast, which has been very fun. So I have like a schedule of social media posts. I contact people to come on this podcast, interview them, kind of edit the podcast a little bit, post it on social media. So that has been taking up more of my time.
0: Well, as the guest podcast host, I can say that you have done a fantastic job hosting and Thank you. appreciated your choice of people to interview and Thank I'm you. looking forward to hearing more from them. Me too. Last question about your job, and that is what do you find the most challenging besides picking which child is your favorite?
1: I don't pick favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Really? No. Well, I think unintentionally everyone picks favorites. Sure. But I try not to. Anyway, I have two things. Like I said, I really do like my job. I could go on and on about what I do like. But there's two things that I don't, I don't even know if it's like that I don't like.
0: Should we maybe hit the pause button on the record so this isn't public? What you don't like about oh, your job? I
1: think one people can guess. <laughs> people that know me probably know one thing that okay. I don't love about. And what is that? I don't like talking in front of like the big church on a Sunday morning, which is half true that I don't like doing it. I don't like that I get so nervous about it. Mm. I want you to do a very good great job. Thank you. I want to feel comfortable doing it, but I do not. So. That's a challenging part of my job.
0: Has that gotten easier the more often you do that? Or is it the same nervousness every time?
1: Um, it's definitely gotten easier. You weren't here when I was talking in front. Like, there was a lot of professions of faith, I feel like, my first year here. So I had to go up and pray or talk about them. And I was like, I don't really know these kids yet. And it was just like an awkward situation. So then I would get up there and you, I, you could physically see me shaking. One time I had to have my sister hold a paper for me because <laughs> I couldn't stop shaking. Wow. Now you probably can see it a little bit, but not not that bad.
0: So do you think practice has helped with that? Or do you think it's just you feel more confident in knowing the kids and what you want to say?
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely the second one. I'm more comfortable with the students. I know more about them. I have actual stuff to say about them. It's not just fluff that I could say about anyone if, if that makes sense that's good and I've had to do it more
0: I thought of one more question uh related to your job uh, recently you got a new desk <laughs> I did tell us about your uh old desk <laughs> and your new desk
1: um my old desk was an old man desk
0: an old man desk
1: sorry if that's offensive to people but it just was too big. It was like this big old wooden desk that wasn't very functional for me, and I have very short limbs. If you didn't know this about me,
0: I didn't. It's so hard to hear through the podcast.
1: I couldn't reach across my desk. <laughs> so like, I'm
0: imagining a T-Rex <laughs> trying to open the door.
1: It just was very difficult for me. Monica, can you help me? <laughs> That's not that bad, but I had like my desk was against the wall and I had like a bulletin board behind my desk against the wall and I could never reach it. I had to like put a leg up on my desk to get (laughs) across it. So it just was too big and I didn't like it at all. But I didn't want to be too picky about it. So I just made it work for three and a half years. So it was fine. I got used to it eventually, but I still didn't like it. Okay. But my new desk is cute and fun. It's like an L shape. It's like a lighter wood. I don't know. I like it a lot. I it
0: haven't... does uh, seem to open up that room a little bit. Yes. Make it a more fun. And room.
1: me and my office mate, Aaron, match. That's true. So that's kind of cute and fun as well.
0: So uh, leaving the work environment, are there any other hobbies or things that you might say, this is my
1: passion? Um. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say any of these are my passion, but I have quite a few things that I came up with of a list of hobbies. Would you like to hear that? I from? would
0: love to hear about that. Okay, them. great.
1: I enjoy biking and boating in the summertime.
0: What uh, When you say boating, is that going behind the boat or in the boat? Um, or as we would say in Sheboygan, "boat." You what? That's how people talk in Wisconsin.
1: That's how you say. This boats? is about you. Oh,
0: in the boat or out of the boat, I, the
1: boat? I like both. I like just going for a boat ride. But if I was going to be pulled behind the boat, I prefer to ski.
0: Hmm, one ski or two?
1: Um, I can do both. Wow.
0: Good
1: I can. I get up on two and then I drop one. I tried to get up on one this summer and I couldn't. But I only tried like three times. And my mom was the one teaching me. And I said, "Have you ever done this?" And she said, "No." So I didn't, I don't know how helpful she actually was in that situation.
0: She may have, I get the sense that you think she may have been intentionally sabotaging you so she no. can watch you get dragged through the water.
1: No, she's not like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So you like to go boating. What yes. else?
1: Um, I like playing tennis and coaching tennis. I like riding horses and teaching people how to ride horses as well. Where do you do that? I do that at Grace Adventures. Paradise Ranch is the full name of it. I uh, It's a summer camp. I grew up going there, and now I, I worked there for a few summers, and then I still go back and volunteer.
0: Is teaching people to ride a horse something you take a class for? Or is it just something you learn as you go?
1: Um, well, you kind of learn as you go, but there are some, like, official things, I guess. So at the camp... They have those like I think it's CHA. I don't remember what it stands for. Something Horse Association. Um, that they teach you to help teach the kids how to do it. Okay. So that's where I learned how to do it with some like official things. So we have like different levels that I learned about. And I like it a lot.
0: Any other hobbies or information about you that we should know?
1: I really like The Bachelor. Okay. And I listen to Do you a have lot a
0: favorite of... season of The Bachelor? Ooh. I don't know.
1: There haven't been very good ones lately, but I still watch them because I think,
0: I think you were going to say before I interrupted that you do listen to a bunch of bachelor podcasts. Yes.
1: So part of my hobbies is watching The Bachelor, and then the rest of the week I listen to Bachelor Podcasts.
0: Is there any danger of the you heard it here first podcast morphing into a bachelor podcast?
1: Um it depends who my guests are. If they're willing to talk about it, maybe. But probably not. That's not what this is for.
0: If ABC contacted you to go on The Bachelor as a contestant or to be The Bachelorette, what would your response be?
1: I don't know. I feel like I should say no, so I'm going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that that wouldn't be the best position to put myself in as a student ministries coordinator
0: at a church. Well let's leave the uh, questions about yourself and hobbies and work and we'll uh, continue to some more fun questions. They're maybe not cute but they will try to be fun. I think they're fun and this is something that I wondered about as you shared your history of the last year. Uh, you have been a bridesmaid a number of times I have. and I'm wondering, for my own sake, what makes a successful bridesmaid?
1: Four things.
0: Four things. (laughs) Is there an an acronym that I will be able to remember Mm. them by? No. Okay. No. What are the four things?
1: Okay. The first one is do what the bride wants. (laughs) It's just the golden rule. Just do what the bride asks you to do. The second one is to be helpful. Whenever you have a downtime, Just ask, like, don't necessarily ask the bride. Ask, like, the mother of the bride or the sister that's there or the maid of honor. Ask them what you can do to be helpful. Um, And then the third one is to be on time to things. That includes, like, if you're going to the showers or the bachelorette party or the rehearsal dinner and then the wedding day, getting ready and stuff. Be on time. They have it all scheduled out basically to the minute, so you want to be on time. And the last one is to dance at the reception if there's dancing at the reception.
0: Do you like to dance? I love to dance. Do you have a favorite go-to group of dance songs at weddings that you secretly hope they play?
1: I can't say that I do actually, as long as the DJ's good and like knows how to read the crowd and everyone stays out on the dance floor. The last two weddings I was in, the DJ was very good. It was the same DJ at both of them, Hmm. in fact. But he did a really good job and then. Both of them, I was on the dance floor pretty much the whole night. It was a good time.
0: When you're a bridesmaid and you are on the dance floor, (laughs) do you wear your shoes or do you take them off?
1: I change my shoes.
0: You change your shoes?
1: I think bare feet are icky. Okay. On a dance floor specifically because, I don't know if I can say this, sometimes certain beverages are spilled on the dance floor. Sure. That make your feet sticky and that's pretty gross. A
0: soft drink spilled on the dance floor could get very sticky. Yes. Okay, so do you put tennis shoes on, or are these like slippers?
1: Um, It depends what time of year it is. If it's like a winter wedding, I'd probably grab, well, my Crocs. Okay. I love Crocs, so I'd wear those, or like sandals.
0: When did your love of Crocs begin?
1: 2018 or 19, while I was working at Grace Adventures. It was 2018, because I had... Some cool high school campers that wore them. And I loved them when I was a kid. But then they weren't cool anymore. But then I saw people wearing them again. So I said, I'm going to. (laughs) And they gave me like the little charm things to put on them. So that made it even better.
0: The definition of cool.
1: To me, it was. Actually, I know that they're not cool, but I like them anyway.
0: That's okay. I think the definition of cool is not caring what other people think.
1: Yes. There's been lots of memes lately about how ugly crocs are and it's making me a little bit mad, but also I know that they're ugly. So it's funny.
0: Uh, have you ever as a bridesmaid been able to do the, uh, a speech, give a speech as a yes. matron of honor or as a maid of honor?
1: Yes. Twice. Okay. I've been a maid of honor twice.
0: Okay. How did those speeches go? Were you as nervous for those as you were to speak in church?
1: Um, for my, actually, I've done it three times now that I'm thinking. Three about, times? Yes, three did times. Did you use the same
0: speech each time?
1: No. I did it for my sister, a friend, and my cousin. What was the three speeches I had to do. But um, I wouldn't say I'm as nervous for those because, like, I'm close with the person I'm talking about. This last one that I had to give a speech at, my cousin that was sitting next to me, not the bride, her sister, did have to hold my phone because I got too shaky. So it was like a little stand. She held it up like a stand. Nice. But I, I really like to write stuff like that. So it was easy for me to write. It's just the getting up in front of people that makes me nervous. Gotcha. Yes.
0: Next question: What is the worst or most annoying catchphrase?
1: This was a hard question for me because I don't Really think about catchphrases.
0: Okay. What's something that lots of people say that when they say it, you typically roll your eyes and think,
1: ah? The only thing I can think of is sorry, not sorry. Okay. Because you're not sorry. So why would you even say it? Fair enough. I'm
0: very excited to hear your answer for this next question. Okay. If you had a three day weekend, completely free, in other words, no time constraints, Mm -hmm. and an unlimited budget, Mm what would you do?
1: I would go to Banff and go skiing with my friends. Nice. My friends and I have been talking about doing that trip for like three years now probably. None of them, none of us have done it. So I would really like to be able to do that. So this would require my free time and unlimited budget and also theirs.
0: But if you have an unlimited budget, you could treat them. Yes. Would you fly in a Special jet with just you and your friends. Like no Sammy, seems, Sammy and her entourage.
1: That seems a little too extra for me. That's
0: a little pretentious. Yes, I
1: don't think <laughs> I don't think I would do that. I would maybe fly first class. Okay. But
0: do you like to ski?
1: Yes, but I'm not very good.
0: Okay. It's I'm more, better
1: at water skiing. It's than,
0: more the enjoyment of nature and yes. seeing bam which you've never been before.
1: No. But it looks really cool and very pretty, and I would love to go. Nice. Yes.
0: Next question. Several weeks ago, you had a guest on your podcast who you asked the question, uh, this question to. Um, I believe as the host, uh, you did not like the answer given. So I'm interested to hear, how would you sell hot chocolate in Florida?
1: I don't think you're going to like my answer.
0: I think you should let me be the judge of that. I don't
1: think you're going to like my answer, but that's I would freeze it. I would make them frozen hot chocolates.
0: That is an oxymoron.
1: But it's a real thing. You can go to a coffee shop and ask for a frozen hot chocolate, and they'll either just pour it over ice or they'll blend it up. So you would get a frozen hot chocolate. I get that it doesn't make sense, but that's how I would do it.
0: Do you want me to argue with you, or do you want me just to move on?
1: I, I don't care. Do you have any <laughs> thoughts about how I would sell it?
0: I'm confused at how the words frozen and hot can be in the same sentence.
1: I am as well, but I've watched people order frozen hot chocolate before.
0: Just because they order it doesn't mean that it's a real I've thing. I've seen
1: it on Big B's menu.
0: You're going to trust Big B.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> But that's how I would do it because people would want a frozen hot chocolate at the beach. I would.
0: I think what you're referring to is ice cold chocolate milk. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I've actually had one of the youth group students order a frozen hot chocolate at a pretty, like, hipstery, bougie coffee shop downtown Grand Rapids. Bougie. Yes. Do you know what that is?
0: No, but.
1: Oh, that's okay. But it's she's ordered I'm
0: it. Old, like your old desk. <laughs>
1: I didn't like that desk. Anyway, she ordered it at this like fancier, very hipstery coffee shop and definitely got a judgmental look. And I'm pretty sure they did just make chocolate milk and put it on ice and then handed it to her. It was kind of fun.
0: I think that look was probably deserved.
1: Probably. But she said it was great.
0: I feel like at this point in the podcast, after the questions and in anticipation of the next section, there needs to be some fun music because Sammy's <laughs> six seems like it should have its own. It could. Uh, I can find one to Sammy Sammy's ask. six. Should I just add that to every time? You could. I could
1: just cut that out and make it its own sound.
0: My voice? Yeah. I don't think you should do.
1: That. I think I'm gonna try. <laughs> the only thing is, we don't always get to all six questions, which is fine.
0: Well, then you could you could actually uh, break it down, and then you could you know do the whole da 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 da, and then you could do Sammy's, and then however many you get to. Oh. Four. Four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would be boring.
0: No, but people would laugh. That's
1: true. And
0: they would also know how many questions you're gonna get to. That's true. First of the Sammy Six question, which are fun questions. They're just for fun.
1: Just for fun.
0: What's the most interesting restaurant you've been to?
1: Um, I don't think this restaurant exists anymore, but I went there. I don't know when, but it's called Ed de, Be- Ed de Oh, yeah. Have you heard of this place?
0: <clears throat> that's where the waitstaff uh, insults you, right?
1: Yes. And that's really the only reason it was interesting. It's pretty basic food.
0: Did they insult you in an effective way, in a way that made you feel less human? And I
1: was at the end of the table, okay, like the opposite end, so I feel like they didn't really interact with me that much. But mm-hmm. it was entertaining to watch some of the other ones insult their tables.
0: Why do you think that restaurant is no longer in existence? I don't
1: know. Maybe because they were rude. Do you think people like to get insulted? But I think that was like the point of the restaurant. Was to try to be funny by being rude. But maybe people were just sick of it. Mm. So, like, you knew ahead of time. That's what you were going to get when you went there. It wasn't like... It's true. It was like a known fact. I think. It was to me, at least. But that's the most interesting restaurant I've ever to.
0: Do you remember what you ordered? No. That's not interesting. No, sorry. Second question. Favorite Christian book other than the
1: Bible? Um... I have two that I really like. One, is just...
0: not a favorite.
1: I don't have a favorite.
0: Okay, let's hear your two favorites.
1: Okay. I just read one recently that was very interesting that I think anyone in youth ministry should read right now. It was called Engaging Generation Z. Oh, yeah. Was you that? were telling me about that book. Yes.
0: What was it about? It
1: about Engaging Generation Z?
0: I realize that's the title.
1: <laughs> it's about, like, what students right now are like looking for and ways to engage with them with like social media and stuff like that and like good topics to cover stuff like that
0: did you find it insightful and interesting or was it more challenging and thought-provoking like there's some things i have to rethink
1: that one the second one. the second one yes okay. i mean it was still like interesting and some of it was like oh yeah I do this well. But some of it was like, yeah, I could probably work on that.
0: So that's book number 1, what's book yes. number 2?
1: I led a Bible study on this book called Enough a few years ago, and I think it was just really good. It had a lot of good topics to cover specifically for like teenage to young adult girls. It was very good. I don't remember the authors of either of those books. But third, I would recommend them.
0: Third question. Okay. How do you wake up your house?
1: Since I wrote that question, do you know what that means?
0: You described to me what waking up a house looks like, but I'm interested to hear how you wake up your house.
1: Um, I do pretty much um. well, I do a couple things. I open the curtains so that more light comes in and I turn on the coffee. So it smells like coffee. Anymore. Those are the two main things I do. And then sometimes if I like left things out the day before, I clean that up. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: What is your favorite thing to wear on your feet? I think I already know, but we'll ask it anyway.
1: It's um, not what you think it is. Not Crocs. No.
0: Mind blown.
1: I know. I do like my Crocs, but my current pair is getting very worn down, and I need a new pair, but they're expensive. Right now they're very expensive. But I really like my Nike court legacies are my favorite thing to wear on my
0: And last question from Sammy's six: What is your nighttime favorite nighttime snack?
1: Right now, it's mini M Ms.
0: Not Taco Bell.
1: No, I'm trying to cut back on the Taco Bell.
0: Mini M Ms. Why do you like mini M Ms over regular M Ms?
1: There's just something about mini M Ms that are better.
0: More candy shell to chocolate ratio?
1: No, they're just better.
0: They're more cute and fun.
1: Yeah. You skipped my coffee order.
0: Oh yes, number but 4. I like this
1: salted caramel cold foam cold brew from Starbucks. I don't know why. That was
0: really loud in the microphone.
1: <laughs> I don't know that why. Was quite like, emphatic, did.
0: like you really wanted to get that. I wanted people in.
1: to know my coffee order.
0: Well folks, that is the end of our you heard it here first podcast today. I've been your guest host, Joshua Druden. With me, my guest, Sammy DeYoung. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me. Yay. Good job. Good job.